is Mike Elstock, a pastor of the Community Baptist Church. We gather in South Riding, Virginia. And I want to welcome you to our Sunday evening program. Uh, we are back into our morning in-person services at 10 o'clock. But on Sunday evening, we're continuing to bring to you a series of uh, interviews with some of our missionaries in different parts of the world. I know you've enjoyed being able to hear from some of these missionaries uh, over the last several weeks during times of, um, of virus uh, shut down in their countries and in ours. And uh, this evening, we have the privilege of welcoming Michael Helton uh, to our video program. Uh, Michael and his wife, Jen, and their children, Isaiah and Abigail, uh, went to Spain a number of years ago and uh, worked with another missionary as they uh, became accustomed to the country and, and then moved to a new uh, town, uh, a new city, and have uh, established themselves there and are making preparations for the first church plant there in the city of Jaén, uh, Spain. And uh, so uh, let's welcome Michael Helton to our video program this evening. Michael Helton, it is so good to see you today. Welcome to our Sunday evening here at Community Baptist Church. Thank you very much. Well, tell me a little bit about how the family's doing. How's Jen doing and the kids? What's happening over there in Spain? We're all doing very well. Jen and I are trying not to get overcome by the allergies. This is the high season for the allergies, especially with the olives. Abby and Isaiah are both at Pensacola. They decided to stay there for the summer, and they're doing very well. Now, uh, Isaiah and Abigail, what are their nicknames? What do you guys call them? Isaiah and Abby. Isaiah and Abby, okay. Uh, now, they're... they're um, uh, Isaiah is in his 20s now. Abby is just in her last year as a teenager, and uh, they're both enrolled in college, I understand. Uh, yes, sir. And where are they in college? Isaiah is a senior. Abby is a uh, sophomore. She's one year behind him, uh-huh. and they're both on track to finish on schedule. Good. They're doing very well, and we're happy for them. Right, and the college where they're attending? They're at Pensacola Christian College. Uh Uh-huh. And I understand that the uh, virus situation kind of uh, kept them from coming home for the summer. Uh, Yes, sir. Their plan was to come back for the summer and basically serve as interns with us. Of course, we would have enjoyed the time with them, but we were going to work them to blitz the city (laughs) in preparation for our first service. And uh-huh. the, the virus definitely changed our plans. Uh, that is, that's tragic. Uh, it's it's uh, tough enough to be on the mission field, uh, ramping up to everything that is in front of you guys, but to have two very capable, sharp, young adults in your family and not be able to have them there helping you, that is, uh, that's quite a, a setback, or at least it appears that way, humanly speaking. Just a little bit, yes, sir. Now, you and Jen uh, are serving the Lord in, let me see if I can pronounce it correctly, uh, Hyen? Did I get that yes. close? Hyen, Spain. Yes, sir. And that's in the southern part of Spain, if I remember correctly. 
That's correct. We're in the region of Andalusia. We're in the mountains, so we're not far from Granada. We're about three hours south of Madrid. Okay. Very good. Now, I, it, I have, uh, um, appear to have flown over there to your town, your city, and uh, am sitting in my international office right outside of your downtown district. Uh, of course, that's all smoke and mirrors. But um, tell me what's outside my window behind me. Well, the view that you have is the cathedral, the largest complex in the city. It's the most famous landmark. But probably the angle of your view is what makes it very special. The photograph is taken from the mountain where the castle is up above the city. And the castle, at the end of the mountain up where the castle is, somebody has erected a cement cross. And so when you walk out to that cross, this is the angle you would see each evening of the city with it lit up. You can see the entire city from that one spot. That's the place where Jen and I both knew God was calling us to this city from the previous city. Michael, I understand that you folks have a few olive trees there in Ayan. Yes, sir. That's we have over 600 million olive trees. Most of them, well, several of them are in your photo behind you. Every tree that you see in that picture is an olive tree. And they're all blooming right now. <laughs> I understand that uh, that does uh, not bode well for Jen's olive tree allergies. No, most of the people here have developed an allergy to olives, so Jen's not alone. <laughs> Everyone sneezes together, eh? Uh, yes. Now, you guys must be major exporters of olive oil then. Yes, sir. They, the region boasts that it produces more olive oil than the country of Italy. My goodness. That's very interesting. Now, you folks, like the rest of the world, have been going through the um, impact of COVID-19. Uh, how has that impacted uh, your life and ministry there in Spain? It has caused us to change how we do some things. We had to stop our Bible study. Early on, Spain went into a national quarantine where they did not allow anyone to leave their homes unless you were considered essential. Uh, and essential for them were the medical personnel and farmers. Farmers were considered essential, but no one else. So we had to prove I was going to the grocery store for groceries, which usually meant carrying a grocery bag, going straight there, walking straight back. And for over a month, that was the only thing we could do outside of the home. That drove us to look at other approaches to still reach people. Like many other people, we started looking at social media, and that led us to experiment with video, something we had never tried before. So what have you been doing with the social media and video? Have you been doing uh, Bible studies, uh, preaching type of things, or what, what, what kind of format have you all been following? Well, that, actually, that's exactly what we chose to do. We chose to record the Bible study and make it available. Um, video is a new thing for me, especially. And Jen understood social media, but... I'm the one that has to do the talking. So that made it a little yes. hard. Yeah. Fortunately, it, God did take us through it. Um, yeah. 
And how about you view? I'm sorry. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, please. How how do you view the um, the uh, results of uh, of losing the in person opportunity uh, and having to change to a video and social media? We know that that that, that on its face. Uh, comes across as negative, we lose that in-person opportunity. But have there been any positives? For us, there have been several. Uh, because I'm recording the video and then I post it, it does give people an opportunity to see who we are, to see how we approach the scriptures especially, to just generally get an idea of what we stand for, what we are. And that's helped to break down some of the awkwardness. Up until this the quarantine started. I was able to go out and canvas to go to people's going door to door is a little different here, but still going door to door, trying to talk to people in the streets. And there has typical of Spain, but in this city in particular, there's some resistance, some awkwardness. They don't know who I am. They lump us all together with cults, charismatics, the whole works. So the video allows people to see what we are and who we are. And we have noticed numbers we can't tell everyone that watches, but the people who responded to our posts uh, have been Spanish. So most of them have been local. And so that a lot means that people locally are able to see who we are. We're hoping that God uses that as we start back into our Bible study and down the road having our services. Those people already know who we are, what we stand for, and they won't be afraid of us. That's awesome. So uh, God is bringing some good things out of a less than desirable situation. Yes, sir. That's awesome. Now, as you have been um, teaching the Word of God to the people there uh, on uh, social media, and and even in your own personal uh, study and reading of the Word of God and preparation for those uh, Bible studies, have, have there been any passages of Scripture, any places in the Bible that God has uh, particularly um, uh, used those passages to be a blessing to you during this time of social distancing and and um, isolation because of the virus? Absolutely. About three weeks into the quarantine, we added not just our Bible study, but a weekly we call it a meditation. And I started teaching through Psalms. And as I, as I did it, it's been incredible. And in Psalms 3 and 4, there is a common, consistent theme that God has used just to be an encouragement to us. Um, and if I may, I, I'd love to read that, at least one of the verses sure, or two please. out of that. That would be awesome. In, in Psalms chapter 3, uh, Spurgeon called it the morning hymn because... Verse 5 says, I laid me down and slept. I awaked, for the Lord sustained me. And then in verse in chapter 4, at the very end, um, verse 8, he says, I will both lay me down in peace and sleep, for thou, Lord, only makest me to dwell in safety. It was encouraging to me just because so much of what's happening right now is out of my control. I I have no control over what the government does with the virus or how they de-escalate some of their restrictions. I cannot force the government to open and start the process of our building. Everything's in place, and we're, we have to wait. But I can rest knowing that God's in control. He's got it on all of it's part of his plan. 
It has also been encouraging, I think, as we've shared this with others, Spaniards are very afraid of things like this. Their entire religion is based on works. Following, They had to cancel their Easter, what they call their pasos, their Easter parades, which all were, for most Spaniards, that's the main time they worship, is the week of Easter. And if you can't go and worship, how do you make sure you're saved for the year? And, and for them, this was a big deal. There was a lot of fear and a lot of stress. But the Bible says they can lay, they can rest. If, if you put your faith in Christ, you're safe. You can rest knowing that God's got everything under control. So for, for us, this has been both an encouragement personally, but also an outreach to others. That's awesome. I remember uh, years ago um, reading in Psalm 4, verse number 7, the next to the last verse, Thou hast put gladness in my heart more than in the time that their corn and their wine increased. Uh, that became very uh, meaningful to me during the years that my wife and I lived in Ontario, Canada, pastoring the church we planted there back in the um, back in the 1970s, and um, we we lived uh, in a farming area. Uh, actually on a working farm and uh, a house that we rented uh, from the farmer that owned that particular working area. And he would come out in the fall on his tractor at harvest time bringing in the harvest. And he was always so excited. Uh, He was different than any other time of the year. Uh, How quickly he walked, uh, the, the, the whistling, uh, the big smile, and I learned that people who work in agriculture get paid once a year. And mm. when they bring in their corn and their wine, as the, the, the grape uh, harvest and the corn harvest as it would be here in Psalms, or for you, the, the olive oil harvest, at a time of bringing in an annual crop and getting paid for the year, they were some happy people. And I remember how that changed my view of, as I read this psalm, about being at peace and knowing all is well and having a gladness and a joy in my heart that even supersedes the joy of a person in an agricultural environment when they get their once-a-year paycheck and bring in their harvest for the year. Pretty powerful psalm. Any other verses Absolutely. from these psalms that have been meaningful to you? Well, uh, yes, sir. If you continue, um, verse 7, which is the psalm we shared just last week, in verse 10, David again says, My defense is of God, which saveth the upright of heart. And he goes on to say, God is angry with the wicked every day, but... God judges the righteous, He's, but he judges the righteous through Christ. And I can take peace in knowing, yes, God's angry with sin, but my defense is in him, even as he judges. Yeah. These have all been very encouraging to me, and it's been my challenge has been trying to narrow an entire psalm down to just a few minutes to share as a thought. <laughs> it's fighting yes. and challenging at the same time. 
The Word of God is certainly precious to us in troublesome times, is it not? Yes, sir. I don't know uh, how much more difficult it would be to go through times like this worldwide crisis of the virus if I didn't have the Bible to turn to to bring me peace and joy, uh, to be able to be my defense uh, as I read and learn and understand God. Uh, I, I see so many people that live in fear and just paralyzed with fear who don't have a Bible, who don't have a God. And, uh, right. and so the tragedies, the trials of the virus leaves them incapacitated almost. Uh, but then I see Christian people who have a Bible. Uh, the book of Psalms, the meditations that you just shared and that uh, you have been sharing with the people there in Spain. What a difference God makes in our lives. Absolutely. Tell me about uh, what the future plans are, Michael. I understand that you folks have some building plans in front of you. Yes, sir. Uh, back in December, we started. We rented a building and started the process of doing the paperwork for a renovation. We raised the funds, and right as the quarantine started, we had submitted the documentation to the city for our building permits. With the quarantine, everything shut down, especially the government. They were some of the first to go home. But during that time, that allowed us time. God blessed us with all the funds that we need to do the project. So we're now, as soon as the government gives us the permit to start, uh, the actual work itself will probably only take about a month, maybe two months at the most. So we're hoping that by late summer, early fall, we can have our first service. Oh, that's awesome. Now, this is a new church plant. Uh, yes, in the city of uh, Hain that you have moved to, uh, describe this building. Is this a rental building that you're renovating, or exactly what is the situation there? The building used to be a clothing store. So it's a storefront. It's bottom layer of an apartment building. It's probably about 100 square feet. It's not very big. Uh -huh. It'll fit 60 people at probably full capacity. Uh -huh. But that's, for here, that's a large church, and if we start to run 60 people, we'll definitely move to a bigger space. That's not a problem. Sure. Uh, that's exciting. Who's going to be doing the work? Do you folks have um, any uh, help from other churches, or, or is this going to be contracted out to where contracted laborers will be doing the renovation? Most of it will be contracted. The renovation we have to do is soundproofing, so primarily. And a few uh -huh. handicap features. And the Lord led us to an engineer. I'm trying to witness to him. But he, he offered us the help, not just in the work, but with the paperwork and the actual testing for the city as well. So his company, a local company, will do everything. Excellent. So this is all the groundwork for a brand new ministry there in Hain. Um, that'll start this fall. That is so exciting. I hope that maybe one day we can come and um, maybe bring a small group over and uh, and be able to share the joy of what you and Jen and and uh, Isaiah and Abigail are doing there in Spain. Well, that would be wonderful. 
Have you had any groups from America that have come over during your your time there? In Dos Hermanos, we had several groups come and visit and help us. Here in Haiyan, we have not had any groups. We've had one or two individuals come. Uh, uh-huh. Where we're looking forward to is once the building is ready, canvassing this city will be um, something that people would be a great help in. It's a big city. Yes. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, we're ex- we're excited about what God is uh, doing uh, through your all's lives. Uh, uh, what a blessing that God gave to us, allowing uh, our paths to cross and meeting uh, you and Jen and and uh, Isaiah and Abigail and, and and developing a relationship with you folks and and now the opportunity to be partners with you and and uh, we count that as a high privilege and we're grateful for the opportunity we have to. Uh, to be a part of your life and ministry there in Spain. Thank you so much for giving us that opportunity. We definitely, we appreciate your prayers and your support. We know that the community is a church that loves us, and that's a great encouragement for us. Amen. Well, you folks have a great evening uh, there in uh, in Hain, and uh, give... uh, Give Jen a hug for Betty and I, and it's so good to see you and hear your voice and be able to talk to you for a few moments this evening. Well, thank you very much. I sure will. What a blessing to hear from Michael Helton and uh, hear about the work that is uh, occurring there in Spain. Uh, Michael and his wife Jen uh, getting ready to plant a brand new church, and they're working with uh, evangelism and Bible studies with uh, local people there in their town. And uh, we'll look forward to hearing in the months ahead of this church being established and uh, the uh, services uh, starting up in their space that they have rented and are getting ready to renovate for that, uh, for those meetings. And so uh, great to hear from Michael uh, about the ministry there in Spain. Thank you for being with us for our uh, evening uh, broadcast, our evening uh, video program here at Community Baptist Church. And we welcome you to be a part of our next Sunday morning in-person service at 10 o'clock. And if you're not comfortable being out in uh, church services yet, uh, we'll be live streaming that at 10 o'clock next Sunday morning. And then we'll be meeting in the evening at 6 o'clock with another video program and another missionary from another part of the world. Thank you so much for being with us. You have a great evening. Thank you for joining us for part of a Sunday service at Community Baptist Church. I hope to meet you soon. May God impress His love upon your heart this week.